Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. What up? This is Shan and this is Cozy Womb Podcast. This is Ari. Say hi. Hi. Say hi, Anya. Hi. What up? Say what? week and created a um, little shop a cozy womb so it's cozy womb shop.bigcartel.com and there's some t-shirts on there with Aya's artwork it's my five-year-old's artwork she has artwork all over my house and when my friends come here I give some to them she gives some to them I mail them to my mom I mail them to my cousins anything to get out her clutter and my walls are filled with it so I was like let me see if I could like do something beneficial with these so I put them on some t-shirts um they're on the site I have it up on cozy moon pod on my ig and just check it out and if you see something on there um that you like it could be her t-shirt with her artwork on it or um some products with uh pictures of the artwork I have in my house. That way we can get cozy to move from my home to your home. Peace. Hey guys, this is Shan and this is Cozy Womb Podcast. Thank you for listening in. What's up? So, today, um... I really wanted to talk about a topic that's been, like, pressing on me Um, as a mom, as a parent that wants uh, a good education for my child. I wanted to talk about lies for school slots equaling jail time for parents. Um, It's been going on for years. Um, I've always heard about it from various states in the United States where, you know, um, a parent may go to school, um, prison for 20 years for sending your kids to the wrong school. Um, or, you know, you get five years behind bars for <clears throat> sending your kid to the wrong school. Or, you know, issues with school enrollment or residency fraud and, you know, schools not having um, the adequate uh Resources as far as good books, good computers, um, good teachers, or schools not having the proper accreditation. So you may have your child use the address at your aunt's house or your grandmother's house or your um, sister's house because it's in a better county or it's in a better area or that school has better academics, um, <clears throat> more structured for your child's needs. 
You're giving jail time for a parent wanting a better education for a child. It makes no sense to me, but um, I just wanted to discuss, you know, what the big deal is. And then on the other spectrum, you have celebrities who have millions of dollars spending millions of dollars to these colleges where hardworking, intelligent, young, bright minds of, you know, kids who want to get into these Ivy League schools and study these majors work so hard to get into and you have these celebrities just just throwing out money to these um you know these schools millions of dollars for their child to get a degree that they don't even want in the first place so it's just it's just really um messed up and I'm just gonna dig into it and dig into what makes it illegal and dig into what's the big deal and also dig into what the people think and what I think I think it's bullshit but <laughs> let's go <laughs> so what is school enrollment or residency fraud um, enrollment fraud uh, can happen in different ways. You can have enrollment fraud for schools when it comes to forgetting to inform a school district of an address change. You can have it when using a relative or a friend's address to enroll a child who does not live at that address. You can um, have school enrollment or residency fraud by contacting new owners or tenants of a home that used to live in and may ask them permission to use their address on school documents, which is really bad because you're making the new residents accomplices to your fraud. So I wouldn't agree to do that um, if you're currently doing it because I think a lot of laws, depending on what state you are, will pay closer attention to what you're doing. Like bigger cities, you might not really catch it um, as often because there's so many people and they have so many cases to go through that you could probably slip through the cracks. But, you know, states like Georgia, states like um, California, um, states, um, smaller states, interstates, uh Y'all gonna get uh, caught. And, um, I mean, the address you choose for school enrollment can't be a temporary residence. It has to be a place where you own property or you rent property and your name is on the lease. That is, like, your true place that you live. That is the place that should be... on your kids documents that's why when you enroll your kid in school they usually ask for your lease or your um power bill or your water bill um something more concrete um they also ask for <clears throat> your kids socials and when you do your taxes they make sure that it matches with that information so you have to have that on point and a lot of school fraud cases are um getting more um, headline articles because there's a lot of parents really doing hard time for either homeschooling their kids illegally 
or having them at a wrong address or using the other parent's address uh, for their kid to go to school. But it's their the kid's dad, or but they don't live there. Like, there's all types of mess. And I just feel like there's so much more um, things that are, that are going wrong in the United States that can be focused on other than parents making sure their kid gets a good education at a certain school. Like, even I right now, I would like for my five-year-old to go to a good school when she starts kindergarten. I don't want her to go to a school that's scoring a a two out of five or academically they're below average. You want your kid to go to a good school. And if I work near a great school that has, you know, great resources and academically they're doing really good and they have a great arts program and their classes are a bit smaller so they could get better attention and it's near my job why can't my kid go there so it's just it doesn't make sense I don't feel like it's a big deal for parents to make sure their kid goes to a school that they like that's doing um good things for that kid I think it's stupid for it to be an issue because it all boils down to money, status, and um, <clears throat> um, what is that? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, upper class, middle class, lower class. That's what it is. So like if you live in a certain area, they want to be able to put you in a box and be like oh you're from this area so you're going to go to this school and your expectations for what you're going to become are going to be lower you live in this area so you're going to go to this school so the expectation for what you can become is going to be a bit higher you live in this area you go to the school your parents has this much money you're going to go to a great school you're going to get a great job and a lot more jobs are going to want you and you're going to get a lot more opportunity that's what it is that's what it is Because a lot of times, schools that score poorly have bad academics, um, testing, um, overcrowded in the school, have old books, nothing's updated. They're not giving a good budget to go ahead and make sure these kids have proper resources. The schools that are really functioning really well have a higher budget and utilizes that budget and has smart fundraisers and gets that funding and gets, um, you know, uh, private loans and all types of great grants are given to the students of that school, whereas these kids over here don't get it. So, of course, some parents are going to go out their way to make sure their kids go to a good school. It's understandable. Like, it really sucks that parents are going to jail over um, where their kid is going to school, you know, is how money is ruling the lives of children who have yet to, you know, completely blossom. It's it's, it's stupid to me. Here's um, a comment. The school district just wanted her in the district because the school gets paid for each school, each student enrolled. Every day a child misses school, the district loses money. This was clearly a good mother trying to do what was best for her children. 
She probably couldn't afford to live in her father's neighborhood. Was it safe for her children to walk home um, to the father's house anyway? It disgusts me. Sorry, I had a call. It disgusts me that any judge would not vote in favor. I'm ashamed to be an American sometimes. And that's the reality. The way that these judges punish hardworking people that just want to provide for their families and make sure that their child can go to a good school. I feel like that's out of pocket for you to punish them for wanting more for their child. Um, Is fraud a state or a federal offense to give an old address to register a child into a district school they no longer live in. I'm a criminal justice student and need more information for a school. Ma'am or sir, that is a good point. I um, would love to see that answer. I would try to research it on my own um, just to see if you know, you're know you doing something legal or not. <clears throat> Here's another um, comment. Um, I see that this school system and state is screwed up for not caring that the parent wanted likely the best for their child or children as most parents should want. What is wrong with this? The other school district was doing bad, was doing a bad job with the rating and wanted the child in a better district where the child could have a better chance of a um, better education and future. You would... They're saying the USA is not doing good on freedom with the government taking and limiting it as their no as they have their noses and everything. Basically, the United States is not very united. For those of you who do not live in the United States, do not come here thinking that it's a land of freedom and opportunity. It's a land of opportunity when you're an opportunist. And it's a land of opportunity when you have money to move around and you make moves on top of who you know, what connections you have, and how well you network. That's what it works for you. That is the United States. Don't get it twisted. Everybody's doing something for money. You know, it it sucks. And even when it comes down to people and their children, everybody's doing something for money or some type of benefit working off of somebody else's back. I don't understand why all schools can't have the same budget, why all schools can't have a balanced budget. I don't see how you can pick this school to have this budget over the next school to have this budget if you truly care about every child having an equal opportunity to have the best education. The reality is nobody really cares that every child has the opportunity to have the best education, but nobody wants to say it. Everybody hides behind these laws, these rules, these restrictions, and it's it's really it's really ridiculous. Like I don't think anybody should be getting 20 years in prison for sending their kids to the wrong school versus someone that goes out and kills children and two grown adults and gets uh, probation for like a few months. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to make this like a race thing, but we're seeing celebrities who are white pay to have their kids go to an Ivy League school, right? And now they're in the headlines. We're going to see how much of a slap on the wrist 
they get for that type of fraud versus a lower working class parent that is given 20 years or five years or six years or a parent that is getting jail time for homeschooling her child. It's crazy. It makes no sense. I don't understand how you can um, justify that. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> okay, here's another one. Uh, sending your kids to, to the wrong school could you land you five years. All right. So, um, Williams Baller, Ballar, I think that's her name, or his name, or her name. Yeah. I'm a 40-year-old African-American single mother and teaching assistant for kids with special needs was found guilty of two counts of tampering with court records. Because she put her father's address on her daughter's school enrollment forms in order to send her kids to a better school, Williams says she is not guilty of the charges because she and her daughter split their time between her housing project apartment in Akron and her father's home in the sub in the suburb of Copley's Township, which has a school district with a better reputation, to care for him and after he had a stroke. So she was there. <clears throat> okay? The judge in the case, Patricia Cosgrove, sentenced Williams to five years in prison for both charges to run concurrently, but then suspended her sentence to 10 days in jail three years of probation and community service. <clears throat> Pure BS. I don't care how you try to justify that. She was there with her kids. You can't take care of your father that had a stroke and be at home in a whole nother place and balance that parenting. You can't. When, when I When I wake up in the morning, I'm momming. I'm, I'm getting myself ready. I'm getting two kids ready. I'm getting them in the car. I'm getting gas. Sometimes I'm making sure they have breakfast before they leave the house. I take them to school. I drop them off. I check them in. Then I get in my car and it's about getting me from <clears throat> point B to point C, right? And then at the end of the day, it's about me getting from point C back to point B safely in order to get back in my mom, pick them up, sign them out, put them in the car seat, make sure the, the car seats are in properly, drive them home, drive them to the store, run some errands, make them dinner, bathe them, get them in bed. It's a lot. So how can you do that and take care of uh, your father that has a stroke unless you can split the time at his home or if he lives with you? That's the only way. This is crazy. So um, she was in Ohio. Um, so under Ohio law, a felony conviction would prevent her from obtaining um, her teaching license. Uh, so that's why she was, you know, a teaching assistant with special needs. Helping with kids with special needs. That's crazy. It's crazy. There's a documentary. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix or what. Talking about how the school systems in New York right now, you know, are giving a similar budget, but they don't get, <coughs> sorry, like 
better instruments. They don't get like better books. You know, their their schools are run down or people don't know where the money went. And then you have a school doing completely opposite, doing great in academics, doing great in, uh, you know, any type of team sports, uh, any type of after-school activities. Their kids are really doing well because that budget is being spent where it needs to be spent. It should not be jail time for parents who want their kids to go to a better school. I think that's trash. Look, I um, I got the same story on here. Yeah, I just... Um, they're trying to say that it's school budgets and if the child doesn't go to the right school, then they don't get their money, blah, 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 blah. I just think it's crap. I think it's dumb. I think, um, you know, state laws can do better. I think schools... And the government can do a lot better, especially the fact that she was a special needs assistant. Like, come on. Like, every day, that's that's something you're giving back. You have New Jersey um, offers $100 bounty tips for students suspected of lying about their residency. Could you imagine? $100 if you snitch. Um, just because you want to get a better education. Um, there's a New Jersey uh, bounty is set for $300 for informants who correctly report a boundary hopper. That's what they call it. <sighs> an attendance officer um, visits the home. Could you imagine? Shit is sick. Like, Your kids should be able to go to the school that's going to properly feed their minds, that's going to properly help them grow into the best adults they can be. And if that's an issue, make sure all the schools have the same budget. If your kid, if your school is not up to par by a certain standard and um, restrictions, then you cannot open the school. I feel like if that's set, then everybody wanted mind where their child is going to school the problem is there's too much freedom and choices and inequality on how the budget is set for different schools i don't feel like parents should be having jail time for wanting their child to go to a better school make sure all the schools are running at a high standard in order to provide kids with an equal education in order for them to be better students period. That is how I feel about this topic. I think, you know, jail time for getting your child in school slots is complete trash. I think it's dumb. I think it's, um, uh, government ego because if the standard is the standard, it's the standard. If you want equality for all quote unquote Like y'all like to put in a lot of government documents and on money and all types of crap, then stand for it. Make it be what it is in every way. Don't try to be like, oh, but this is different. No, this is not different. If families don't come from money, don't have the proper resources, cannot live in a certain neighborhood, but their child is academically great. Their child is academically 
gifted. They should be able to go to whatever school they want their kid to go to. That is my two cents. My name is Shan. I am a parent of two. Um, You know, I understand the want for you to make sure your child has a better education. And if there are any parents out there that really have no choice and they have to send their kid to a school that is not performing at its best, fine. I'm not saying great students don't come out of those schools, but it's going to be more so um, a struggle. It's going to be more so a lot of work on your part in order to make sure those kids get the proper education they need. For instance, when you pick them up from school, talk to to them about their day on your way home. If you take the bus, if you take the train, if you walk, um, I don't know what you do or if you drive, you talk to your kid. Once you get home, they need to do their homework. Then they need to do work with you. I understand that you may work long hours and want to come home and relax, but your kids are who are going to grow up and be in a better position to take care of you in your old age. So we have to make sure they're getting the best education in order for them to be great adults. So you have to work with them at home. You got to do those flashcards. If you have to make poster board and teach them things, you have to teach them things. Make sure they're prepared for the next level, the next grade level of what's to come before these schools put that sheet of paper in front of them and tell them, hey, do it. Or they put that testing in front of them to tell them, hey, do it. That standard... Um, what is it called? Standardized testing crap that's pushed in schools, especially Florida, is to see where your child is going to be placed. Okay? It's to, you know, pick at your children to see where are they academically. That's what it is for. It's for stats. It's for documentation. Make sure your child is prepared mentally physically and emotionally to combat what's going to be given to them in these schools that are testing below, that are not performing at a level that should feed your child's mind. And if your school can't do it, you need to do it. If you see that your child is struggling, you need to figure out somebody or someone that could come by the house for um, $10 an hour to go ahead and teach the math or teach them um, their comprehension, or go through their reading, or their science, or their chemistry. Whatever you have to do in order to make make sure your child is feeding their minds in the right way as a parent, I think it's our job to do it. My name is Shan Deuces. Good night, good night, good night, good night. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.